Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raised by Wolves, Season 1, Episode 2, Pentagram is over and has been for a while, but we are just getting started talking about it here on Post Show Recaps with week daily coverage of Raised by Wolves, all about the Raised by Wolves as it's coming back to HBO Max February 3rd, and we are playing catch-up with Season 1 recaps that are going to sustain you every single weekday for the next two weeks through the first two weeks of February, when we return in February, the third week of February, with season two of Raised by Wolves. But we got to catch up first. I'm Josh Wiggler. I'm joined here by Grace Leader. Grace, help me. I'm burning. I'm on fire. Or am I, Grace? Am I somebody else? yeah. Uh, Is it another podcaster doing a Grace impersonation? Is it possible, yeah, that someone took your face and voice? uh, And are you actually Mike Bloom? Is it Jess Sterling Uh, over there? I, I couldn't figure out. <laughs> Is that your Mike Bloom impression? <laughs> yeah. ah. Having having done a lot of podcasting with Mike Bloom, I thought that was really good. Okay, thank you. It's sort of his signature signature catcher. Ah, uh, if I was Jess, I'd say, oh, I hate Smalls. Yeah, uh, I don't uh, like I don't like Smalls. I like Smalls. Uh, well, Jess Sterling, good thing she's not here because yeah. we're dealing with some Smalls here on Raised by Wolves as we are adding some kids to the cast. Uh, what up, Hunter? Uh, yeah. What's up, Tempest, Holly, Paul, the other one? Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> we've got the kids here yeah. for sure. Sadly, uh, obviously, mother and father are here with you all on the podcast. Big brother is in big brother mode. So Taryn yeah. will be rejoining us 
towards the end of season one, certainly for season two, it's going to be me and Grace for uh, the duration, potential for a special guest here or there. Uh, but we're getting back into Raised by Wolves day two. Um, already some records, uh, record correcting that needs to be done from day <laughs> one, Grace. And this uh -huh. is without even receiving feedback. Yeah. Um, necromancers, not banshees. Yeah. Uh, 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 definitely is, humans. Absolutely humans. Absolutely from, human not beings. A, not from, even from a our stand, planet. Just a, a word, a title on the screen. Like Boston. Like, no. Boston. Yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly uh, wrong. Flashback to 24 hours ago. Do you guys think it's our Earth? <laughs> First scene, next episode. Boston. It's de In my head, I, it just said, it's definitely Earth, you idiot. <laughs> That's what I read. Boston, comma, definitely, definitely Earth. Earth. Uh, 2145. So we've got a time period as well. Yeah. Uh, and my goodness, so much eye stuff. So I mean, much eye stuff. really, like a lot. really, <laughs> really. I don't, uh, I don't remember her just like not having her eyes in for a long time. Hey, thank for you while. for returning my eyes. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Um, I, I went to the, the uh, when I went to the library, that, I thought it was very strange. The librarian said, Thank you for returning my eyes. Thank you for returning my eyes. Thank you for returning um, my eyes. My goodness. I mean, yeah. I'm again, I'm like force feeding myself eye drops right now so that I can get used to it yeah. and adding to my regimen of getting prepared for corrective vision surgery. I'm watching yeah. Raised by Wolves. So, <laughs> so it's doing the two The surgery thing. prep document was like, You know what you can yeah. watch? Yeah. 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 Uh, that was, I was really surprised when I read that on the PDF from my doctor yeah, of so like uh, uh pre-care not wrong raised by wolves not wrong yeah so yeah mm -hmm. uh so all right we're gonna talk about it of course uh if you want to get feedback in for us you certainly can we'll get to a point where we will be able to catch up with your feedback in the real time banking some of these early send it in josh at poshorecaps.com you could also talk to both of myself and grace on twitter i'm at round howard grace is at hi from grace talk to both of us as well so many other people in the post show recaps patron discord uh taryn just slid into our server the other night so if you want to come and hang out with him and grace and myself and so many other people who are watching raised by wolves and so many other shows you certainly can patreon.com slash post show recaps i'd be remiss if i didn't point out grace that as this podcast is releasing it's february 1st you know yeah. what we say first of the month best time to sign up beginning of the month is always the best yep. because you get uh charged at the start of every month you get charged immediately by patreon when you sign up combine those two things show up now start of the month this is the best time to do it at any level that you could possibly do we would be so greatly appreciative it'd be yeah. wonderful just like mother patrons very uh you know stern sticks to their beliefs you have yeah. to be charged whatever you sign up you get charged for the whole month so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so you better make sure that you, it's what you want to do but i think that you'll be happy you'll, uh, yeah, it's good. you'll want you'll, you'll love it you'll love it uh you'll have a great time so patreon.com slash post show recaps of course subscribe to this podcast right now the hbo show recap speed is probably your very best bet post show recaps.com slash hbo pod you'll never miss a, an episode of any any HBO coverage that we do, uh, including Grace's Euphoria recaps, so many more. Um, but when we get the Raised by Wolves podcast feed up and running, it shall be postshowrecaps.com slash, oh, just kidding, postshowrecaps.com slash wolves, postshowrecaps.com slash wolves uh, for the RSS link for all of that. Grace, I uh, remember watching this episode for the first time and being like, oh, uh, face off. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, big uh, big twist uh, early on that you think Marcus is this 
you know, the leader, which he is, but he's not really, uh, yeah. it's really clever. I really like this. Yeah. And it's like, uh, viscerally quite disgusting. <laughs> they yeah. take off their step, but like, yeah, it's really, it's really, I love this. I love it. It's gross. Yeah. It's gross. And it's really cool. <laughs> it's, it was, it was a really interesting twist, uh, that we're, you know, we are presented with Marcus in episode one, the Travis female character as somebody who is seemingly pious, capable, all of that. Well, he's certainly capable, but yeah. maybe not so pious uh, as we peel back the curtain on his origin story, the origin story of another character who we will get to meet over the course of these next several episodes uh, as well. Um, Sue now, not Mary, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Caleb at the start, not yet Marcus. So we begin with this really sprawling prologue here in episode two, Grace. I can't uh, believe they didn't do Boston accents. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that was that a big mistake that while they were <laughs> Caleb and Mary, they yeah. should have been like, ah, the wolves. Yeah, the wolves. These wolves, they're wicked. Oh, hold on. The only way I can get into Boston accent is just yeah, khakis. Yeah, khakis. Yeah, okay, I gotta get my khaki. I'm United States yeah. Federal Marshal. Okay, yeah. I think I got it now. <laughs> yeah, they should have uh, done that the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna uh robots. You know, I don't know. I don't think that's very good. I've done, I've done better. My wife is going to be very, uh, she would not be pleased, but she'll never listen to the Raised by Wolves yeah, podcast. Yeah. Uh, so we're okay there. They did um, but really we're... bad uh, Boston accents one star. Oh, it's not great. It's yeah. not great. Uh, so we're getting into like future war, Earth yeah. war. What was Earth like that, you know, uh, made it so that everybody had to leave for Kepler 22B? Well, it got bad. Pretty bad. Pretty, it's... pretty bad. It's like, you know, uh, we think we have it bad now. Uh, it could get worse. It's Raised um, by Wolves, a cautionary tale, Grace. Very, uh, to me, very Matrixy. Uh, mm -hmm. When they, when they, when um, Neo first enters the Matrix and sees that the Earth is just, uh, when he, I guess, when he leaves the Matrix, I guess. Uh, yeah. Ariel's gonna be so mad when he listens. To oh this. yeah. Because uh, he he made me do like four podcasts on the mm, Matrix now. I remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, when he leaves and it's very like desolate and uh, apocalyptic. I feel like it's you know very similar vibes here. Yeah. Um, except in the Matrix, they didn't have these cone head helmets. Uh, oh no! Gosh. I don't think I don't remember them having these helmets that are. Oh, uh, I was thinking of the movie Coneheads. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sorry. that was a different one. Mm -hmm. I miss the I, I miss the Coneheads. I liked the Coneheads. When's the Coneheads reboot? Inevitably soon. run for the Coneheads. We'll have week daily Coneheads coverage. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> in the lead up to the Coneheads movie. Um, all right, so we're we're with this character named Caleb and this woman named Mary as well, who he's calling out for. They're these two soldiers who we've never seen. This show has not held our hand thus far, no. and the only thing we have to go on is you know sort of like Judgment Day style Terminator War in Boston twenty one forty five. And there are androids here. Uh, there's this one android who is on fire. His name is Albert. Help. Help. I'm burning. My arm is on fire. Uh, and Caleb helps him down. He says, thank yeah. you very much. It's uh, great. I love the little androids. Uh, it's so cute. You get attached to them very quickly. Watching be, some Boba Fett at the moment. Yeah, it's great. It would, it would be tough if this show uh, wasn't good at androids. Considering how <laughs> central to the show androids yeah, are, that's true. Uh, but they do yeah. such a good job. Who's uh, Android? Yeah, Android. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. 
she uh she's coming up later on in the season mm-hmm. um that actually might be mother's real name <laughs> mia is a cover <laughs> yes um so so caleb and mary they're like working their way they shoot some people it's very bleak it get mm-hmm. you really get this sense of people just doing whatever needs to be done to survive yeah. we are going to find out over the course of this um cold open that it feels like there's some measure of countdown clock, right? Because yeah. the Ark, uh, Heaven is going to be leaving Earth. Um, uh, we're going to hear from from Caleb and Mary that getting on the Ark is going to be the only shot we have at survival. So we got to get on board the Ark. Um, so there is this ticking uh, clock element and this um, this sense that these people are so desperate and willing to do anything to survive. That's how bad things have gotten. They're shooting rats. They're uh, willing to, you know, uh, undergo very quick uh, plastic surgery. (laughs) It's the future technology. You don't think our society is absolutely going to have like super efficient, fast plastic surgery by like 2045. We are so narcissistic. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think by 2145, we could probably change the entirety of our faces in like Without like, you know, uh, like we don't even like have to be in the hospital for post-op care. Yeah. It's like, take an ice pack. Like you probably still need an ice pack. You, they'll give you a PDF of, and you can <laughs> at home care. Watch the show Raised by Wolves <laughs> uh-huh. from the uh, olden times. Yeah. And see uh, how closely to the truth they got it. Uh, yeah. They did pretty good. Yeah. Um, so little, little Albert says, I'm a medical officer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I could I could help. I'm I'm still at seventy percent capacity. Oh, this is great. I'm gonna yeah. start. I'm when my like people when people are like, how are you? I'm like great. I'm at like sixty five percent. I'm at I'm at seventy percent today. I uh, am yeah. pretty yeah. cool. Like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm at like twenty five percent capacity. I'm like seventy yeah. percent is really great. It is uh, really great. If I looked is... at my phone and it was at seventy five, I'd have an Android. Uh, if my phone was at seventy yeah. percent, like oh that's a, that's a, enough battery. I don't have to even think about charging it at the moment. <laughs> I, it would start to. Uh, that is where me. you are like, oh, it would begin. I don't like a. I don't like a, like a like a low forty. You know. So yeah, like, at, the, at seventy, I'm like, okay. You know, at seventy, I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then I I'm getting into sixty. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, you're like so wow. I'm uh, very nervous that it's gonna go away, uh, because I know myself well enough, Grace, to know that if the phone dies, so does the wiggler. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. we're linked yeah. like that. Um, so they see from having rescued this medical officer that there's this data for these two passengers aboard the Ark that um, the medical officer had um, uh, had designs on, uh, and they are the people that we are going to come to know as Marcus and Sue, who are uh, it seems like higher ups in um, in the Mithraic, uh, I think. Yeah, uh, they're they're certainly very pious. They they have to be higher up, right, in order to have uh you know passage aboard mm-hmm. the ark. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're about the same build. So if this medical officer can change our faces, we can take their passes aboard the ark. Which feels like uh, if you can change our faces on our actual human faces, mm-hmm. can we not change the faces on the passes? Is that not possible? Like well, fake ID your way onto the ship. I guess, like in case you know people on the that ship. is what I think is yeah. the problem. Is that yeah, like because yeah. isn't there there that they're like, oh hey, hey Marcus, hey, yeah. you, 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 my own child, hey, 
Marcus. Hey. He's like, Evan. Yeah. So. Right. Right. <laughs> That's going to be tough. Uh, so they're going to do it. And Caleb says, I will go first. Uh, yeah. And the Android tells him it's going to hurt marginally. Certain parts of it are going to hurt worse than others, um, uh, including when he grafts contact lenses onto his eyes. That's that's this big one. That's big surgery to just there's graft so, contact lenses on your eye. There's so much eye stuff. It's a lot of eye stuff. It's so hard. <laughs> The uh, like, yeah, you uh, podcast about uh, TV and, and film, and it's uh, somebody. A lot of stories are like, "What do you see? Who you know?" That's the thing, you know, eyes. You know, the eyes. Like, yeah, yeah, they have it. They have um, it. So they're uh, gonna graft these contact lenses. They're putting like these uh, like uh, pore strips on his face, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Except what they do is change his face. Yeah, they, do they change the bone structure? They, I guess they. I oh. Yeah, yeah, I guess it must, yeah. Uh, I suppose so. Uh, while Caleb is undergoing the process of becoming Marcus, um, Mary is not yet becoming Sue. She is hunting rats. She's like mm-hmm. gutting rats for, for dinner. Yeah. Um, so she's on, uh, she's on the move doing that, but then eventually it's her turn, and they're both wearing sort of the gauze faces yeah. uh, and practicing scripture. Um, there's this, uh, it's like, I, I, I don't know if it's called the book of soul, but certainly they're worshiping some deity named soul, the Mithraic are, uh, and we're hearing scripture from it already. Why does he allow us to suffer grace? It's just, it's just a little test. Uh, come on. We've come this far. Uh, can you just commit? <laughs> what? Commit to it. It wasn't so hard. Come on. Why does he allow us to suffer? I don't know. Why? What? He tests us. You have he to say t- with conviction. He tests oh, us. He tests us. Okay. He tests yeah, got us. It. Got uh, it. And so Marcus is really trying to drill in to, to uh, Sue now uh, that I'm Marcus. You're Sue. We've got the faces we've got now. I like your face. I like your new face. I think your new face is great. This is, uh, you know, it's very much like husband, you know, come on, we got to do, but like, it's, (laughs) come on, you got a new face. We got new faces now. Come on. It's just new faces. We got to have our new faces. Like, uh, you know, not the same as like, like, come on, we live in uh, South Dakota now. You know, come on, you got a new face now. You got to make the best of it. You know, we'll make new friends. They'll (laughs) like our new faces. They won't even remember our old faces. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Um, they're freaking out though a little bit. Marcus maybe well, not so much, but uh, New Sue is uh, having some trouble. Yeah, having some trouble. Sue too. I, <laughs> Sue too. I think it's really bold of the show to uh, have uh, a main, certainly a main character in the form of Marcus. We can establish at this point. Travis Fimmel, part of the main cast, was a, uh, a part of the pilot, um, and to find out that that's not what he always looked like. Yeah, you know. Uh, it's just it's a really neat concept and i remember being really thrown for a loop by it uh and and really enjoying the twist i i love the twist i think it's so clever that like this is not the guy that you think he is and like there's that weird detachment from it because like we know travis Fimmel, like many of you know it's like yeah it's yeah. a guy from vikings and right. this weird thing of like oh but it's not him he's not him he's somebody else it's like, <laughs> like strange and compelling yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so they are going to go and find the house that Marcus and the real Marcus and Sue live in, I suppose, um, which feels very lucky. 
that they are here and not already at the Ark, Grace. Uh, finding finding um, like passports for two people who are pretty much the exact same size as you and having a robot that can change your face, also extremely lucky. So. They've had very good fortune here at the end yeah. of the world. Uh, yeah. As far as people uh, you know, living in the Boston apocalypse are concerned, uh, pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good luck. Pretty good yeah. start. Uh, yeah. Pretty good start. They come upon the the original Marcus and Sue, who very clearly know uh, that they are about to be uh, ex- uh, executed. Yeah. Um, they're trying to, you know, be bold and brave in the face of it. We wear the armor of Mithras and the light. We are shielded, and they are instantly shot. Uh, you yeah. know, with really no regard and very. Uh, it, there's like a little bit of the Spider Men pointing at each other oh. element of it. Yeah. Um, but with a much darker ending than. Uh, than that yeah that's spider-man animated uh a little thing uh it's not great it's not great no. um they also have another revelation here grace oh. it turns out uh we have a son oh th- that's great gosh a little bit of bad luck here we've we've got a kid yeah this kid, this is tricky oh my god so they've got uh they've got a, a child who's already on board the ark uh, they're like okay uh well weren't planning on that but i guess we'll roll with it uh so they're gonna roll with uh they're gonna roll with the fact that they've got a son and when they get to the arc boarding area uh which is almost strange to me grace that it seems like people are fleeing this planet because this planet is uh on its last legs Uh and humanity is on its last legs yeah that really feels relatively orderly here huh you would think that there would be some you know a, it's a, like a fence or a wall that they're like keeping the people are like just take us on the ship let us yeah. come they're like no there's only it's i need to stretch out my legs you know yeah uh yeah so but no it's very orderly the mithraic great organization skills yeah uh yeah. i don't know if it'll always hold up this way uh no. but in no. this instance and when we see it through marcus and sue's perspective at least it's going pretty well uh and they are uh Able to just identify Paul fairly quickly. Uh, Paul is their child, uh, who is the small boy with the little mouse that we're going to come to know in this episode. Wow, we were talking about Dune. Yeah. His name is Paul. Yeah. Wow. He is. Yeah. Uh, And uh, we're going to get Paul in like some sort of strange alien desert planet as well. Uh, So possible that Raised by Wolves and Dune are just you know, occupying the same universe as the Alien franchise as well. Yeah, maybe Aaron Gazakowski just really, you know, took inspiration from Dune. Just love Dune. And th- how else would you name a major character in your show? Or, yeah, in your show, Paul. Fairly rare name. Apologies to Paul. <laughs> Any Paul apologies. 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 <laughs> and apologies for that. Uh, that was a bad joke. That wasn't good. It's good. Is that my finest? Not my finest. Uh, so they're all like taking sacrament and getting ready to lift off. And Paul is scared. This doesn't feel right. Um, and I don't know what that means from Paul's perspective, but this doesn't feel right. Is it like we're abandoning humanity that we, why are we the ones who are getting chosen? You know, what is it about this that doesn't feel right? Yeah. Real survivor's guilt. Maybe, um, you know, probably has people he know who didn't, make it didn't come also maybe he just senses that like the greeting his parents give him is a little bit weird uh, yeah you know you just have you're to... not my you're not my mom <laughs> yeah. uh hey no uh, i am 
they're like hello son like yeah. what the heck yeah. Yeah. yeah you're not the boss of me you're not my dad you're right you're right but, but I actually you know? kind of mm, yeah it's very weird poor paul know? Uh, so basically this whole cold open that takes up a, a solid fourth of the episode, uh, is all about, um, how did Marcus get to Kepler 22 B, uh, and the real unexpected swerve in that story is, well, Marcus got, Marcus didn't get to 22 B Caleb did wearing yep. Marcus's face and name. Uh, yep. so it's a, it's a cool early twist. Caleb uh, Grace. We get the opening credits. Uh, yeah, I forgot. For the yeah, first time. I like them. Um, I think they're good. Uh, do you like the song? Um. Yeah, I like the song. I think it's good. Yeah. I like the whole the, the vibe. But all that finally opens with the light and the flooding in. Uh, it's very chilly. I feel like that's what this show gives you. It's not yeah. exactly warm. It's only warm in the tropical zone. Yeah, in the equator. But we're not yeah. there yet. We're not there yet. Uh, the lyrics are the door that finally opens with light flooding in spilling out on the floor, the core that never was now it will be, is, are they talking about the radioactive core Could be. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, that now will become radioactive, the bones of what was there before I got my eye on the serpent grace. Yep. Yep. Um, every That's step, every beat, every thought, every breath, everything is longing. Every wind, every wave, every sky, every cloud, every grave is longing. Uh, we know there's a bunch of graves by mother and father right now. Um, every step, every beat, every thought, every breath. Yeah, they repeat it. Pulling you from the sky just like love will do. Um, it feels very... Um, it, the song itself feels very alien, uh, which is appropriate. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel that far away from Tally's little nursery rhyme. True. Uh, That's you true. Know, from, <laughs> like, I feel like the lyrics Strong are hand. definitely. <laughs> I do pottery. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, <laughs> what was the song? It's very heavy and I'm hot. But I'm very strong. <laughs> I'm doing lots of pottery. My hands are full. That was full. My hands are full. Sorry. My hands are full. My hands are yeah. full of clay. Uh, yeah, I love the intro. I think, yeah, that that thing is right. It feels just like so in tune with the show. I think mm -hmm. uh, the the general vibe of the show. Um, like, I think it's interesting. It's like just like love will do. I feel like there hasn't been like a ton of love in the show. So you know, like uh, it's very like yeah, it's deserty and um, cold and standoffish in many ways. Um, even the like you know the way that like father is like making jokes. Yeah. He's like programmed to do that. Right. Like he's an Android. I don't know. I think it's very good. I like the yep. intro a lot. Yep. 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 Um, all right. So when we get back into the show and we get to Kepler 22 B in the present mother removes the blindfold from her face and she has no eyes because this show hates me. <laughs> um, and so she now uh, removes the Android eyes from Jin, the Android, uh, and places them inside her head. She also digs around inside Jin, the Android and unplugs something that looks to be, um, much akin to the, the synthetic heart that she removed from father. Yeah. Uh, so she goes and finds father and she puts this uh, this uh, this organ inside of him. And look, father's back. Hey, hello. Who father. saw that coming? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm so, I'm very happy. here. She regrets her decision to uh, have killed. Uh, like, I'm really sorry about that. Oops. Uh, I definitely wish that we hadn't had to had to do that. Uh, so like, but I also 
I definitely didn't overreact, and I definitely was thinking through all of my decisions when I did mm-hmm. it. So that's yeah. fine. Yeah, that I chose to do that. He's like, we, "Wait, what?" <laughs> we do, we do get this moment from Father when they're burying the bodies of the people she killed, where she's like, "Um, I, I never lost control. I just drew on a part of myself I didn't know existed. My actions served our core objective. You've got nothing to be concerned about." Uh, and so he says, "Wait, so if you didn't lose control, yeah." You killed yeah. me on purpose? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. You God, lost this, control. This also does feel like a couple argue, like I didn't lose control. I did yeah. I you know, it was fun. I made the right, you know, you should have had my back, you know? It's yeah. really funny sort of the metaphor for the for the couple. Uh the like the yeah. under stress and uh duress <laughs> couple yeah. that the night before mother had a rager and yeah. just like called out everyone that father worked with at the company yeah. function. And the next day, uh, after she has assassinated his career, is trying to say, well, I wasn't out of control, actually. I meant every word of it, <laughs> you know, and I stand by it. I, I was in full control of my emotions. Yeah. And night. you working yeah. for that company was bullshit. And it was actually the right thing to do to get Jim, you fired. Jim has been a jerk to you for many, many years. It yeah. was the right thing to do, actually. And don't get me started on Marcus. That's not even Marcus. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> um, she informs him also that, um, by the way, we now have five new kids. That's uh, great news. We're going to get this right this time. Um, meanwhile, um, Marcus, uh, and we're just going to call Marcus, right? That's what he wants to be called. Uh, so I think we, we yeah. call him what he wants to be called. Uh, I, I mean, that's very, that's a complicated because I feel like he doesn't want to be called Marcus, but he has to choose to be called Marcus. So I think, I think the show is calling him Marcus. Uh, and if the okay. show is going to call him Marcus, I feel like I shall as well. Uh, okay. So Marcus reaches the serpent hole. Yeah. And he's basically just going to be here for the rest of the episode. He's like, I gave you guys a lot in the first 10 minutes of the show. <laughs> I just watched the arc explode. My family is on there. I just need a nap. Uh, you guess good if I take a little sleep? Is it cool if I sleep through the rest of the episode? Ridley Scott's like, yeah, sure. Uh, and so Marcus ties himself to a rock uh, because father's rope is still here. And he curls up next to the hole for warmth. Mm-hmm. Um, warm hole, Grace. Warm. <laughs> it's a warm yeah. hole. Yeah, warm hole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, there. Every science fiction show has wormholes. Like, yeah, yeah. Another Dune connection. <laughs> That's right. Wormholes. The sandworms of Arrakis. That's right. Have followed yeah. us to Kepler twenty two B. Um. So yeah. Uh. We we have Father come home and he comes to Campion and it's nice to see Father and Campion. I really like Father and Campion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nice. As a as an on screen duo, I think that their connection is really good. Um, where he's like really straight up with Campion. He's like, I wasn't slowly rotting. I wasn't slowly <laughs> secretly dying, Campion. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't just do that to you. I would let you know. Um, your mother deactivated me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, classic home life struggles. The child has to be like, Hey, mom did ki- mom killed everybody on the ark. Uh, I do so. want to let you know I was there at the function last night and she <laughs> Is chiefly responsible for the mess we're in. Yeah, She's, someone called yeah. her a necromancer. I don't, yeah. My mom a necromancer? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she ripped off Evan's eyelid. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't know about mom. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know just about like, mom. I'm just like having feelings and thoughts about mom. I'm really glad you're here, dad, because I just <laughs> don't know anymore. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a, a little bit of camping. Be like, I think we're going to have to do something. Someone called her a necromancer. That <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds like a big, scary word yeah. that I don't particularly they like. They weren't saying it lovingly. Yeah. They weren't like, ooh, a necromancer. They were like, oh, ooh, no, a necromancer. A necromancer. Oh, yeah. No. So yeah. I think we should be concerned. And they're having this conversation, and mother shows up. Uh, and mother's like, Campion, could you just, you know, Stop worrying about me so much and start worrying about indoctrinating these five children into our culture, please. Thank you. Please. Please. Yeah. yeah. And Campy, it's like, okay, I'll get right on that the second that you stop pretending that you did not just eliminate the entire human species. Uh, if I have a nickel for every time I told my mom that when I was growing oh up. My God. You know? These yeah. poor kids, Grace, uh, that we come to see that there are five <laughs> of them. Yeah. Um, there is uh there's Hunter who seems yep. to be like somewhat of like a self-appointed leader of the group. That 205 IQ is gonna take you places. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Father is so impressed. Like, yeah, yeah, he's got yeah. he's got things to talk to him about. Um very high edu- highly educated jokes. He's got <laughs> lots of lots of dad cat jokes uh yeah. for the educated. Yeah. Uh as we love to do here. Uh for for our we have a, a tier for the the two oh five and higher IQ. Yeah. It's just cat joke podcasts That's all right. the time. Uh, so it's Hunter, it's Vita, it's Holly, Tempest, and Paul, uh, who is uh, Marcus's quote unquote son, yeah. uh, who has the mouse. So we know at least immediately that there is going to be a continued emotional stake for Marcus um, uh, whenever Marcus decides to wake up. Yeah, I'm just napping. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mother shows up. Hey, could you give me all your precious pendants? Precious Hand them pendants. over. Hand them over. Uh, I want. I want the necklaces. None of that anymore. No um, praying around here. No more praying. We're gonna get you used to things around here. We're gonna. We're gonna farm for some carbos. We're gonna carbo load. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, we're gonna get that taken care of. Then we're gonna go to the tropical zone, and then we're gonna build a peaceful new atheistic civilization. How about that? Everybody cool, good. Okay. You guys all good with that? Great. Now eat the slop. And they just have (laughs) these bowls of slop. Uh, And Cambie says, yeah, it's not poison. It's just slop. Exactly what somebody who's feeding me poison would say. Yes. Uh, Well, we would never feed you poison uh, and certainly not slop. uh, But I'm sure we'll feed you all sorts of other great things when we take it to a commercial break, Grace. Uh, And we come out on the other side of this and find out there was a poison commercial. Uh, God, I hope not. All right, commercial break. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, we're back. Was there poison? Hopefully, hopefully oh, not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't oh, my God. don't buy it. Can don't I buy it. it. I mean, or wait, do I have to? Because it's the sponsor. Do I have to say the? No, point? unendorsed. I'm making an executive call. If what there if was it's poison on there, humans? unendorsed. Yeah. What if it's? Uh, I can I don't. I think I'm still unendorsing poison just without knowing more. Okay. <laughs> I think I need to know more. Okay. About the poison yourself. Um, Could be a good deal. Anyway. Oh my gosh. All right. When we come back. Mother's having a private moment. Yeah, just um, looking through some things. Like bones and stuff, you know? <laughs> just like classic reminders just of the like old collections kids. collections of bones and, yeah. Knickknacks. When, like, the children died, Grace, did you, like, hang on to, like, little bone pieces? Ooh, I uh, I hope that that is not Just bone. something to remember Spiria by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bones. Just got uh, Gavin's pinky bone here. Uh, uh, please, yeah. no. There's yeah. art in there. Wasn't there a little... Art. Yeah, there's like arrows and stuff and yeah. uh, all their little their knickknacks and crafts. Uh, and father's here and he says, I, I tend to replay my memories of the children in my mind. Mm. Uh, and she says, well, we need to make new memories. We're going to need to really focus on on these children now. They're the future, as we yeah. often hear, Grace. Yes. Um, uh, hey, honey. You, yeah. Are your, are your eyes secure? <laughs> you secure your eyes, honey? Yeah. No. So, uh, mother... Uh, you said that you um, were going to, uh, you know, hide the key to the liquor cabinet somewhere that was safe. Uh, just making sure you did that. You do that. Just did like the. That? I mean, even worse. Just like yeah. Just like the even worse. Just like this thing that could just obliterate everybody. Just did you did you secure those? You put those in a safe spot. You put yeah. them under the mattress or the bed, or do you lock them up or? It's not just that there's uh, missing eyes or uh, rotating eyes or contact lenses grafted on eyes on <laughs> Raised by Wolves Grace. Uh-huh. It's also that the eyes have it, right? That's the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 uh-huh. the, key, the uh-huh. key to Mother's power are, uh, unfortunately, we have to call them Chekhov's eyes, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just all of this yeah. rigmarole about what to do with the eyes and are the eyes accounted for and Campion later in the episode going to try and thieve the eyes away in the night. Ah, the eyes, 
the eyes. Are, are huge sources of power. Uh, in terms of the symbolism, did you have any thoughts about like the eyes being so critical to the narrative of Raised by Wolves with the show that we're watching about, you know, rebo rebooting humanity to some extent? Um, yeah. Eyes are the key to the, the window to the soul. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, uh, to me, it's like, you know, there's this very clear difference here between mother and father in which, you know, um, about like seeing what path they should take forward in order to build this civilization, right? Like mother is is very clearly is the most sort of rigid in her beliefs that have sort of been imprinted uh, on her, um, the most wanting to make sure like, no, there can be absolutely no praying, you know, this. And so it's very like, basically blindly following what she's been told to do right, right. Uh, without being able to see um, anything else. And so when she does open her eyes, it being pretty catastrophic for anybody who's on the other end of it, I think is like, it's, it's very neat. I think it's interesting. Um, there's this moment that's very subtle, but feels like a huge power play when he's asking her about the eyes. And she says, I want us to be able to trust each other like before, but you have to respect what is mine. And she says this as she's kind of, tracing the wound on father's chest from yeah. when she i don't know punched him through the <laughs> chest uh-huh yeah uh yeah remember this remember how you got this little thing but yeah. without outright saying it like, you have to trust me have to trust i me. want you to respect what is mine um but if you don't i will make you respect what is mine is the subtext um yeah but she does show him where the eyes are they're in the floorboard and she Perfect. insists they're, they're gonna keep us safe uh, so father leaves the dome and Cammy's like, so she hasn't destroyed the eyes, has she? And he goes, well, well, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and Campion wants to steal the eyes and throw them in the warm hole. Yeah. Uh, and father's like, Campion, I'm taking care of it. Uh, never hesitate to question me, Campion, but accept the answers and have faith that I'm always looking out for you. Uh, and so he doesn't like that Campion is talking back. I mean, I guess he kind of likes that Campion is talking back. Um, but also yeah. accept, accept, uh, accept what I have to say to you as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trust me really. That's how I feel, you know, I got I'll, this. I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll take care I of got it. this. Oh, I got I this. Got and Campion says, do you, do you, uh, and uh, she killed says, you. yeah, well, and father says, just go worry about the kids. Uh, go make <laughs> the kids less afraid. Uh, and he says, you think they'll like me? And he goes, of course you're a human just like yeah, them. Yeah. Wow, Grace, wouldn't that be great? Uh, that would if, be like humans just remarkable. liked each other for being humans. That would be amazing. Woo! That'd be incredible. Wow, I would love that. Take me to Boston 2145 if that is where. Nope, doesn't look like it's happening. Okay. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Gotta be on 22B. 22 yeah. 422 B2146, I guess, right? It seems like it's about a year later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. Um, okay, so Campion uh, is then hanging out with these kids. He's giving them all of these clothes. It's like, well, Hunter, you're pretty tall, so we don't have any uh, kid kid clothes <laughs> size for you. You're you look to be a large for sure. Yeah, large, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And he says, we'll make clothes just for you. They're gonna be pretty hard at first. The clothes, they'll be very stiff, but they'll yeah. soften up the more soften you wear up. them. So they make clothes here. Oh my gosh! Uh, get me off of Kepler twenty two B. Take me back to Boston. Stiff clothes. I don't like that. 
Um, and so they are looking at the the clothes that uh, Campion is giving, and there's Gabin's name stitched into one of mm. them, which is sad. It's a reminder of um, what Campion has lost for sure. Uh, we hear about the mouse. Uh, there's a little mouse that Paul uh, is, Hunter's telling Paul, let him hold the mouse. He's never held, he's never had an animal before, and Hunter with that brilliant brain of his uh, seems to be wanting to like let's see if we can't like get this native kid on our side let him hold good. a freaking animal it's a good plan hunter it's very um, smart it's subtle yeah. i like it i like it from hunter but poor paul he looks like he just ate the sourest grapes that's my mouse yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my mouse just my um, mouse yeah so he does give the mouse over to paul and paul uh is like very taken it's like oh a mouse i've never seen one of these before uh well campion loves it um, I love Campion. Campion's the best. I love Campion. Uh, I, I like Paul. A lot. I like actually the kid. I, I'm. I'm. Feel I like think I'm the kids the in Raised on... by Wolves are pretty fun. Yeah, I'm pretty big about like I'll typically like something that has kids in it. Uh, that's like f this says, but like you know something. I'm not watching a bunch of kid shows with like kid yeah. and be like oh you know. But this show, I, yeah, I think they're very all very well cast. They're good. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think they're great. Uh, and I, and these characters that are being introduced in this episode is another effective thing that they're that we're we're doing. The show being raised by wolves and exploring the concept of humans raised by androids would have been rough if really we did just have the one survive out of six in the first episode, and that was it for the show. I, so I do know. have to say, like, when I was rewatching last week, it's like I swear the kids were around the whole time. I think they mm -hmm. were around the whole time. And then the other episode is like, I'm bringing kids back. It's like, oh, yeah, right, right, right. There yeah. are more kids. Uh, but I, and I also, I like the, like, you know, it's not just like all the kids, all these kids are like exactly the same age. We get some like, you know, there's some interesting stuff with like, they're all spread out in ages because they're like not incubated all right. at the same time right yeah right yeah so there's like a diversity amongst the amongst the group um uh and and like you know different ages too uh so i like that i think that that's good i think like that they don't have all this shared experience of knowing nothing other than life with mother and father uh adding this tension to the equation that hunter really highlights here right so yeah. camp you listen while you're holding that mouse i gotta tell you that your mom's a necromancer uh, yeah. and it's very likely that she killed your siblings without even knowing it. Yeah. Uh, and also your dad's just a generic service model. That's um, a big burn. Yeah. Big burn. Uh, yeah. She's just a generic service model uh, is, uh, is a pretty uh, sweet diss. Uh, that's pretty, uh, pretty big. Uh, is that generic service model or a low end model? Which do yeah, you that's prefer? Right. That's right. We're I mean, accumulating great insults be, for the robot. Being called generic, you know, that's that pretty sucks. that's pretty bad. The father is yeah. absolutely not generic. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be like the cheap robot or just like you're a dime a dozen, father. You know, you're just like store yeah. brand robot. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, got neither are great, but you know. Yeah. Um and uh you know, Hunter is saying the androids were built to protect us so we could stay pure. If they had feelings, they'd be useless. So they're soulless, uh, Campion. Um, have you ever seen how they look when they're not, uh, when they don't know that they're being watched? They look terrifying. Uh, and they're like, that can't be like, so like, get away from the robot thing and hang out with us. We're cool. We pray a lot. Would you like to pray with us? <laughs> Campion says, but I can't. I'm not Prayer. supposed to. Prayer pressure. 
yeah, prayer pressure on <laughs> uh, full blast here, Grace. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they they want the yeah. I, this uh, this step from Hunter, I think, is really uh, interesting. It's you know, I think the idea that like both of them are kind of, like have been indoctrinated in some like you know, or like how pure are their beliefs you know i think it's all very interesting right like under being like those are t- t- which we like we know is wrong right. um they like the and those androids also do protect <laughs> you know campion um yeah. and also at the same time like I don't know, it's all just very interesting i think it's great uh so campion said i can't uh you probably Man. also shouldn't pray either because if mother saw you do it she would put the eyes back in yeah you don't want to get the eyes uh so uh they said campion then that's fine just uh Keep watch. Do look out if you can. Um, Campion is spying on Mother in necromancer pose. Uh, it seems like maybe uh, the next day or something like that. And then she mm-hmm. catches him looking. And you get the sense that maybe Campion's looking at her through, you know, thankfully metaphorical new eyes, Grace, right. uh, as opposed to literal ones based on this conversation with Hunter. Like he's trying to watch her while uh, it doesn't appear that she knows that he's watching her, but she does catch him. And so he runs into the house and pretends to be asleep, uh, which is great. It's like, <laughs> he like scurries in uh, yeah. and just hides in bed. No, I like this. Cause yeah, it's uh, you know, it's like you learn. I mean, there's this thing that happens. I think as you're a kid, where like your parents start to become like real, real people, which is the opposite of what's happened in camping. He's realizing that they might not actually be he knows that they're not real people but like you know they might have like less emotion even than he thinks um but like yeah as you like learn more about your parents like oh yeah you like have lived a life not just like you've you've done other stuff than just raise me and then you start to have questions about those things you know yeah um such as extinguish the human race yeah my parents luckily your free time luckily did not do that uh so paul is going to tell um mother I would like it if you'd stop doing the things with your face when you look at me. I know it's not real. And she says, the things with my face? I don't understand. He goes, yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> What's he talking about? Smiling? Pretending to emote? Is that basically what he's getting? It's like, you're not even a person, mom. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's like he... Yeah, like knowing that it's all like programmed or artificial is like really bugging Campion, right? But yeah. Just stop doing it. It's not helping. It's not... Yeah. yeah. It's not good. You're not even a real person. Uh, You're not so even just, my real mom. Just yeah. stop pretending. Well, she is. Uh, well, I guess that's answer. true. Yeah. Actually. We yeah. watched that happen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Irrefutable proof. Uh, okay. Uh, so everyone, it's time to bring your new kids to work day. Bring your <laughs> totally abducted, uh, taken hostage by killer robots kid to work Oh, yeah, day. definitely. This is definitely a hostage situation. Eh? It is, yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And so uh, they're going to show them how we grow the carbos. We can only do it where we have found the bones of the serpent. Interesting detail, Grace. Uh, uh-huh. What is it about the serpent's bones that make this fertile ground where everything else seems to be infertile ground? I did assume it was like the formally fleshy part of the serpent was fertilizer, but maybe I'm... But does it continue all this time? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe. Uh, they call him the Giver. That's why we call him the Giver. Uh, hmm. So we've got a name for the serpent's bones. Yep. Um, Tempest is like, all right, well, let's get to work. We're good Ooh. with that. Uh, yeah. We're from most of us are from military families. We're not afraid of hard work, unlike Hunter, who's a dork. <laughs> Stupid uh, Hunter nerd. Stupid <laughs> Hunter nerd. Uh, yeah. And I was like, well, look, I'm not going to do this. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm not going to do the manual labor. Uh, I, I got an IQ of 205. This is a huge waste of my... And father goes, excuse me, IQ of 205, you say? Yeah, come over here. Uh, <laughs> and he asked the whole group. He's like, is it true that he's the smartest of all of you? Paul, what about you? And Paul goes, I don't think I was the smartest. <laughs> I love sweet, Paul. I like Paul, Paul a lot. Sweet, I'm like, I don't know if I'm as smart as Hunter. I think Hunter is smarter than me. So cute. <laughs> oh, he's smarter than me. I think he is smarter, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. I, I'm just here with a mouse. Uh, and yeah. so Father's like, all right, well, Hunter, come over here. Let me tell you a joke. A malfunctioning android, a cleric, and a cat walk into a brothel. The malfunctioning android requests an android whore with mechanical skills. The cleric requests a virgin with the knowledge of the Mithraic mysteries. But the cat can't decide what to ask for. So he turns to the malfunctioning android and the cleric and asks for suggestions. The cleric turns to the malfunctioning android and asks, how is it that the cat can speak? To which the malfunctioning android turns and says, I am malfunctioning. None of this is actually happening. The cat doesn't exist and neither do you. To which the cleric says, thank goodness, for a minute there, I thought I was losing my mind. And then father has this huge cheese eating smile. So happy. He's so and happy Hunter, joke. Hunter laughs, but yeah. is, it a, is it a real laugh or I is it like make the robot laugh? Cool one, da- cool one, dad. Cool. Yeah, that was a yeah. great joke. Yeah. It's a paradox. You see, it's a paradox. Oh. Uh, I have many jokes tailored for geniuses such as yourself. Uh, this next one also involves a cat. Is, and we yeah, don't is, get to hear it because Hunter's like, I'll do manual labor. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> is the is it is like geniuses love cats? You love cats. I love cats. Am What's I a genius? genius? <laughs> oh, not telling you on the air. I'm not a smart as Hunter. <laughs> I'm not as smart. I don't think so. I just play with my cat. <laughs> play with my cat. Yeah. <laughs> I just hang out with Paul and his mouse and me and my cats. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a question for you, Grace, about yeah. about Father here telling the joke. Uh, yeah. Do we do we think that Father's just trying to endear himself to Hunter, or do we think that there's a piece of Father that's like, I know what will get Hunter to work. Uh, I'll oh. like bore him with dad jokes, and Hunter will go and work because he won't want to hang out with me. Oh, I didn't. Uh, that is very close. I think that that's a smarter read than I thought. Mm, you're IQ. Uh, hi. Uh, I don't uh, know be- if uh, Grace is like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm as smart as Josh. Oh, I'm as smart as Josh. Uh, because, because it, yeah, that's very clever as somebody who, like, Hunter thinks he's smart, right? You know, he says he has a high IQ, and yet this, like, you know, this robot who basically, like, knows anything that's been programmed into him can, like, right. trick him. I think it's very clever if that's the, that's the purpose there um later that later that night um around the table mother is going to try and lead everybody through an exercise now here's what i'd like you to do close your eyes seriously close your eyes please uh and think back to a time before humans gained sight and were blind simple organisms floating in the vast oceans of earth and it was like oh my god (laughs) just scream us to death already (laughs) oh gosh yeah this is pretty yeah pretty boring Pretty, yeah. pretty pretty cool activity, Mom. Yeah. Uh, she notices that Tempest uh, is having trouble. She won't close her eyes, and she senses something about Tempest and very quickly susses out um, that Tempest appears to be pregnant. Um, and mm-hmm. she's going to take her to the dome and tell her that she's going to need special care and monitoring. She's been given the greatest gift that can be given. Um, and this is when Tempest tells us that this happened against her will. Um, she says it was while I was inside the shared simulation. I don't think that we on uh, at this point on the show yet 
know what the shared simulation is. We'll mm-hmm. find out soon. Um, yeah. But it is, uh, a, it, it's of a piece with uh, the ARC's um, journey to Kepler-22b. So we'll get into that, I, I think, maybe next episode soon. In, in the next yeah. couple of episodes, for sure. Um, but they were in hibernation, effectively. And so there was some sort of shared experience that was happening while they were in hibernation. And this man who was a Heliodramus, uh, the second highest ranking member of the church of the Mithraic, um, uh, had his way with her, she says. So she was raped. Um, and this is uh, why she is pregnant. And this is really deeply, terribly upsetting and horrible. Yeah, it sucks. And it's um, there's a lot of like commentary here that I think is like, you know, because it's this member of the church who does it. And you know, it does feel a little bit like the response from mother is like sometimes what we like classically like you know you're like uh ch- church you know people who are religious often like you have to keep it you have to keep it if the right. child uh and so like kind of like again it's like both sides are indoctrinated in this way that's like uh nobody really fe- feels like there's any choice uh in this world that they are yeah. currently living in whether you are a mithraic or you are an atheist um just sort of like brutal um yeah, this, yeah poor tempest um, but the child is innocent, uh, mother tells yeah. Tempest. The child is innocent. Don't think of the man. Think only of the child. And I'll help you, and we'll do this together. Um, from mother's point of view, she's been programmed to restart yeah. humanity. Like yeah. There's just like no other option. And I do think that that's a really compelling commentary, too, on people who are just, uh, to some degree, like myopic. Right. And like, this is the way and it's the only way. And this is how we have to go forward, because this is what we're supposed to do. Uh, She has blind inability to to think outside of a perspective like she has blind faith about her lack of faith. Right. Uh, uh, It's just. Yeah. So it's hard not to talk about vision so much on this show. (laughs) Yeah. Just wait until people start having visions, folks. Yeah. It's coming coming um meanwhile father's <laughs> out for a stroll and he tells a knock knock joke to no one in particular knock knock who's there punch punch who punch line but i must warn you that i am a bit of a disappointment not bad uh as he's developing these jokes earlier when hunter's like you ever wa- you ever see them and they're not looking at him turns out they're just it's kind of sad. <laughs> I mean, jokes. I don't know if i was watching father and he didn't know i was watching right now i'd be pretty tickled by the guy yeah, like, I mean, he's yeah, very endearing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he says, that's not bad. I'll, let me, you know, keep that for later. I'm going to save hey, that. Michael. The little one might like it. Yeah, uh, so cute. Little, little poor Vita. You know, cute little Vita. Yeah. Uh, so he, so I kind of thought that maybe he was like loaded up with the robot role of jokes. Uh, it seems like maybe part of his programming is the ability to create so, jokes. Yeah, it's interesting. They can develop, you know, yeah, they can develop and evolve on their own. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it speaks to that. Right. I mean, mother was talking earlier in the episode about what she had within her that she did not um, know she possessed. And this idea from, uh, you know, uh, she had no idea that she had the necromancer stuff available to her, the the various versions of breath weapon uh, that she Mm -hmm. had available to her as well. And there's a possibility here that I think that the show is positing with father of some degree of of learning and um if not you know uh full agency all the way uh maybe some degree of it and at least some degree of interests right father seems to be interested in humor and making people laugh and i think he views that partly at least as his job but you get the sense that he's you know entertained by this stuff as well there could also though be the theory right that these are all 
in him that he that like in the same way that mother unlocks things that you know were programmed like there's there's the both arguments i think is like are these things that are programmed into them that they slowly uncover and that's a systematic choice as they are further on kepler like i don't want you to do this like right away when you're in the ship i'd like you to do that later or are these things that are um naturally evolving because of the way they were built i think right right ongoing question um so after developing the knock-knock joke, this is an incredible detail. It yep. is father hears a, like a knocking. He hears a knock-knock sound. Yeah. Uh, and he, sw- he swivels around. Who's there? Who's there? Uh, it's so great. It's such a great segue yep. from like the humor of the moment to the tension of the rest of the episode as there's some sort of creature wailing nearby, uh, scurrying through the bones and trying to seize upon the dome that Tempest uh, is trying to go to sleep in. Um, Mother hears the noise. Mother springs to action. So does father. They both go uh, to where the eyes are supposed to be. They meet outside. There's no eyes. She's like, where are my eyes, dad? Come on. Where are they? And father realizes immediately, Campion. Yeah. Shake fast. Um, because Campion, I suppose, uh, there's not a lot of places to hide him, I guess, would be how Campion must have found where the eyes are. Yeah, he's just actively looking, right? He, yeah. His father told him not to, but he's going to he's gonna look for they him They weren't, anyway. like, terribly hidden, like, hidden terribly well. There is really, like, the one floorboard in the yeah. dome. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. it's the under the board. Yeah. Pretty pretty clearly. Um, so he, uh, father like shakes Campion. And this is one of those moments that I think is, um, uh, you know, resonant, I'm sure for a lot of people in some ways, like the, the flipping on the dime, much like mother already did of like good cop, dad now yeah. instantly becoming bad cop, dad, yeah. uh, and like literally physically shaking Campion until he drops the eyes. Um, mother puts them in and goes to work. I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta go. Uh, so she gets into necromancer mode and we see that there's these four legged creatures with these little, you know, vestigial tail things. Uh, yeah. we, we don't get a super good look at them. Well, we also to get this, like, uh, this interaction where they're like, I thought like this place was going to be safe. We scouted, we've lived here for a really long time. How do we not mm-hmm. know that these things were here? Mm-hmm. What the heck? Which was definitely questions we had last week. Like, yes. Didn't they, uh, didn't they scout this place? Yeah. Um, yeah. they have that question. Yeah. Like after she screams them all to death. Uh, she runs around just obliterating all of these things. And very luckily, Tempest doesn't get exploded in the crossfire. Uh, Tempest does look up at her one at one point, And Mother says, don't look at me! It's so... It, I think this part is really interesting, where, like, there's this, like... D- like clearly she can choose to like you know when she turns into this mode she say like don't look at me that's bad and also like uh you know she's she seems like she's intentionally choosing to breathe at these things or scream at them to kill them it's like don't look at me or i'm gonna have i'm gonna have no choice but to just obliterate you right um it's very terrifying yeah, I mean, um, we we talked about the 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 serpent connotations of Lamia, the alias that she throws out to the Mithraic in episode one. I think that there's some measure of Medusa vibes here, right? Of Certainly. if you look at my gaze, you shall be turned into stone. Except it's actually worse. You'll be goo. Uh, so there's a lot of um, I think that there are tons of mythical ideas that are permeating 
um, raised by wolves. I think the, the Adam and Eve nature of father and mother is a big touchstone for the creative of the show. We'll have a lot more to say about that as we go deeper into the series. Um, so she obliterates all of these uh, four-legged creatures. Father tells her, it's cool. You could power down now. I think uh, you, you got them. You got them. You em. got them. It's done. Uh, yeah. And they both are like, we've been here for yeah, uh, what the heck? a dozen years. Yeah, 12 how have, we, how have we never seen that before? Yeah, it is very, very strange. Yeah. Father yeah. says, oh, I would have studied the remains if you'd left any. <laughs> so passive aggressive. Very PA from Papa. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah really PA. You know, that's, a rule, that's a rule violation in the Poster Recap Station Discord, I should yeah. say. Yeah. Uh, no passive aggressive yeah, behavior. Left. Yeah, left some. Yeah, could have left some. And I would have known. I would have studied it. It's like, ah, God. don't do that. Don't do that. I just had to be a banshee. Just leave me alone. Yeah, I just banshee screamed these things to death. I, I just powered down. Yeah. Uh, she says, thank you, father. For what, mother? For, for not taking my eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's like this sure. moment of trust between the two of them. Yeah. Trust has been reestablished. Uh, she's going to go and survey the area back in necromancer mode for as far as she can see. Uh, the episode is going to end after we see more of these four-legged creatures come upon Marcus sleeping by the wormhole. They, they're going to shove him into the wormhole, and if not for the rope, he would have gone all the way in. He sleeps through that, by the way. <laughs> he is so tired. Heavy sleeper. Heavy, I know. I was like, I'm a heavy sleeper, but I think if I was, uh, you know, thrown into a wormhole, I think I would have known. Wake, I think I wake up. Yeah, I think I would wake up as well. Uh, but he doesn't wake up until he is retrieved by other surviving members of Heaven. Uh, we see that there are some survivors from Ark who come upon Marcus, rescue him, uh, bring him back up, and carry him off. Uh, and we are left to wonder uh, who these people are, what's going to happen now that Marcus is um, numbering back up. Um, so now we are going to have, um, you know, we've got some positioning here, right? Of We've got uh, mother yep. and father and Campion as atheists in one corner. And then uh, the Mithraic, uh, the religiously minded Mithraic are in some number here on Kepler-22b. Will history just continue to repeat itself? And shall the war continue? These are questions that we will have to ask as we move into tomorrow's episode. Virtual Faith is the name of the next one. Um, the first two episodes of Raised by Wolves, directed by Ridley Scott. Uh, the third one, directed by his son, Luke Scott. Uh, Luke. Coming next on yeah. uh, the Raised by Wolves podcast. This was the third of three episodes that were released on premiere day. Um, so in the initial encountering of Raised by Wolves, you could have watched all three of these episodes in a shot. Uh, we are doing it week daily, and we're having a blast, Grace. I'm having a Very great fun. time talking this one through. It's really fun to revisit this show. Um, it, it's playing on some very interesting themes, stuff that like certainly like you know gets my brain thinking uh, a bit. So I, I quite like. Uh, yeah, it's been fun to go back. Uh, and again, there's so much I don't remember because there's just so much um, that happens. Like yeah, the fact that this like Marcus Caleb reveal is like episode two. It's like oh yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah happened yeah. right away. Uh, so you know what's what's to come with that? What's up with the four legged creatures that no one saw in the 12 years that mother and father were here? Uh, yeah. You know, just a tremendous amount of questions have emerged here. Uh, and 
what's the culture going to be like with the surviving Mithraic? Uh, you know, we have the children now, you know, we've got Hunter, we've got Tempest, we've got the rest of them that are starting to develop as actual characters. What kinds of characters are we going to meet on the other side of the line? Uh, I think that we will begin to uh, see these questions answered uh, in the not too distant future, AKA tomorrow's podcast about episode three of season one of raised by wolves um beyond the raised by wolves of it all so much happening on post show recaps much of it involving grace uh Mm. euphoria season two episode four recap should be out by the time you are listening to this or will be uh very soon at the very least um grace i believe tomorrow when this podcast drops we will also be dropping the top 10 tv shows of 2021 that's right. That's gonna be fun. I'm really yeah. looking forward to the counting top 10 down that movies list. will have been out mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. for uh, a solid week at this point. Sports wrap up. Yeah, sports over at RHAP. The biggest uh, sports stories of uh, of of the week uh, with some guests and play some games. So it's been very fun. Uh, that's great. Uh, so all of that going on, you can find out everything Grace has happening in uh, her neck of the woods at Hi From Grace on Twitter. I'm at Round Howard. I'll clue you in on everything we've got going on. I'll be tweeting it out as we go. Down the Hatch is back. Maybe some of you found us via Down the Hatch. We put the first episode of the Raised by Wolves podcast in the Down the Hatch feed. What up, Hatchlings? I really think that this show is going to be up your speed. Uh, I think that there's a lot of lost DNA in mm-hmm. uh, in RBW. So uh, I think it'll be fun to have you along for the ride. But Down the Hatch is officially back. Uh, we took a two-week break. We're we're really in it again, and uh, Mike and I have some really fun plans uh, for what's. Could you do your Mike Bloom impression again, real quick? By the way, you just got that handy. If you're just uh, able to pull it out, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's yeah, it. That's yeah. what he says. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Classic Mike Bloomism. Yeah. Uh, so so much more. Hit me up at Round Howard. You will find out everything that's going on. If you want to send us feedback, Twitter is great. Josh at PostureRecaps.com is great as well. The Patreon is wonderful, splendid, spectacular. Patreon.com slash recaps. if you want to sign up and support our podcasting efforts here across the network on Post Show Recaps. It would be so greatly appreciated. If for whatever reason you are not able to sign up, we totally get it. Uh, a way to help us right now, a huge way to help us, will be subscribing to the podcast. Ratings and reviews are so tremendously appreciated if you are able to do it. Uh, the HBO show recap speed uh, is, is uh, available to you right now where we are publishing these Raised by Wolves podcasts, postshowrecaps.com slash HBO pod, or you can talk to us, uh, postshowrecaps.com slash wolves will be the Raised by Wolves specific podcast feed once that's up. Grace, anything else? No, excited to be come, come back tomorrow. More Raised by Wolves. More yeah. Raised by Wolves every single weekday, February. It's all robots all the time, as intended, as Saul intended. Uh, that's right. Should I say soul the drill man is a joke I have to make for the hatchlings. Uh, what if God has uh, the voice of uh, what if I sound like this? This is just me. And, uh, the Mithraic, they've got a point. They're worshiping the right guy. It's me, soul. <laughs> soul the God, man. I, I would say you and Antonio Mazzara, are you guys are doing coverage of Better Call Soul? Better Call <laughs> Soul. Yeah, that's my show, too. You better call me if you have a problem. Just prayers up. Call it soul. <laughs> that's great. Anyway. <laughs> All right, more Raised by Wolves coming soon with the episode three recap. Until then, everybody, woo! Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Only 4% of universities in the US are R1 research institutions and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.